Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we just honest, honestly react to whatever whatever it is we're listening to. We're not critics. It's not a review show in a traditional sense. We're not making a lot of value judgments. We're typically not uh, waxing intellectual about what we hear, although on occasion we are want to do so. Um, but ultimately, the goal is to just get new music in both your ears and our ears. Um, we encourage people to support stuff, even if we don't like it, go out and purchase physical releases, go see bands now that you can do so again. The format for the show is, uh, we essentially have 10 bands in the queue every week, all user submitted content. We roll some dice and we get through a handful of them. Uh, and then we, uh, listen to some voicemails, respond to what people have to say to us. It's, uh, it's not complicated. And on that note, we, we recently started, um, you know, including up top that, that we're listening to metal as well, just because it felt like, um, I don't know, it felt dismissive and reductive to uh, simply include metal under the broad un- umbrella of punk and hardcore. Tonight is uh, is a night in which I thought it was especially important to mention metal up top because that's like, it, it, it makes up about half of the cue that we have this evening. And as the show has progressed, I find I've found that um, the ratio of metal to punk that we are getting has kind of evened out. Yeah. Um, and I'm certainly not mad about that. I don't know if that's just because we made it known that uh, we're down to listen to metal on this show or because more people are just making good metal right now, which I think is also true. Um, but for whatever reason, uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that we've been getting more of it as the show has progressed. Mm hmm. So last night, you and I, um, actually, before I go into this, I actually wanted to mention real quick, um, I just wanted to shout out a few uh, Patreon subscribers because we haven't done so in a minute. And it's a thing that I easily forget to do. Yeah. Um, and some one of our newer subscribers kind of made a joke um, when they ordered a, a tape, I think, um, about just, hey, where's my Patreon shout out? So it's we right have... Here. It's a, here it is. We've got it right here. So, and none of our new Patreon subscribers have their new names on here or their yeah. real names on here. And I really like it. So the first one is uh, simply Republican Space Cadet. Okay. Which I like a lot. Then we have a name that, Nate, this is something that you would come up with. Possibly a name that I would see uh, pop up when we enter into our Zencaster uh, recording session. Lizania. <laughs> How have I never thought of lasagna before? I don't I don't know how you've never thought of my, lasagna. My name right now is Hank Orchiff. Yeah, exactly. Right. So <laughs> you and you and Liz are uh, kindred spirits on that front. Lasagna's terrific. That's it, a great name. Yeah, it's really good, right? Um and then lastly, anal dingus. <laughs> okay, well, you know, you're gonna have a few angle anal dinguses around once in a while, right? Yeah, for sure. Inevitably. If you have if you have We'll say 75 people sign up for something right? anonymously on the internet. Mm-hmm. One of them will be anal dingus. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's, that's a guaranteed fact. And also, yo, if you did sign up to the Patreon, A, thank you so much. B, you picked a good time to do so because we just finally wrapped up our 13-part Napalm Death Family Tree series. And, and you're we're, gonna ne- be- we're, we're never doing anything so stupid again. <laughs> right. And you're, and you're finally going to get just regular fun content that doesn't tax our souls to record. So if that sounds interesting to you, patreon.com slash demolition podcast, five bucks and up. 
up, gets you access to all the Patreon content we do. Tanning up gets you access to all the cassette releases that we put out for free. Not really for free, but at no additional cost, we'll, sh- we'll say. So uh, thanks to everybody who subscribed over the past uh, the past couple months. We appreciate you immensely. So on so, that... So you, had, you were telling me that you had been traveling the astral plane. Well, I was Last wasn't... week it was ghosts, and this week... <laughs> It's the astral plane. Well, I wasn't telling you that I, 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 I didn't say I was traveling the astral plane, but somebody accused me of, of stalking them in the astral plane a, a while back. And I can't remember, you, you said that I didn't bring this up on the show. I was almost certain that I had brought this up. I'm pretty sure you haven't. I, I have never heard tale of you stalking anyone on the astral plane. Okay, well... On the material plane is a different thing entirely. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, back in uh, back in April, I got a message from somebody on Facebook, a local guy that just said, hey, scumbag, quit following me in the astral. Um, I didn't respond r- right away, and then by the next morning, I had received a follow-up message, okay, I guess you're a coward too. And uh, so I just respond, hmm, with a question mark. And his response was this, we hate each other, but we don't have to, and I'm going to, I'm going to omit uh, a couple last names that are included in this just for the folks, um, you know, just if folks don't want their last names to be included in this. So so do you actually know this person in real life and on the astral plane? No, I just on the astral. Um, We hate each other, but we don't have to get into that right now. This is the Lord, all capital, Jesus Christ. I know you and your friends are going to laugh at this. What you are seeing in the astral isn't me. Andy dismembered me once and removed my brainstem and is able to morph into me in the astral with a special type of shamanism. He's been molesting kids. I almost died but was saved by the Ascended Masters. They're in the city, and Kaylin is one of them. You don't have to believe me, which is fine. I just want everyone to know what the score is. To which I just responded, holy shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, Well, I'll tell you what. If uh, if it's true, uh huh, that dude's got an awesome fucking life. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and I mean, so- I, I only wish that I had, if even if it's not myself, somebody in my life referred to as an ascended master. Right, right, right. Yeah, for sure, man. Yes. <laughs> like, like whether it's adversarial or you know amicable, whether it's me personally, I want an ascended master. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it just it sounds like it would really spice up life, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up like posting the text of that, not including the dude's name, just because I was like, yeah, you know, this guy's probably schizophrenic. I, I've been pretty sc- close to schizophrenia personally in my life before. I've seen it up close. This is what it sounds like, right? And it turns out one of the guys who who was uh, name dropped in that post, actually, I know the woman who was name dropped from my youth. So that was strange. Uh, the, the guy, um, I don't know at all, but my brother evidently does. My little brother and was like, oh, man, that guy's like a total piece of shit. And he used to think that he was actually a shaman and he would do like weird shamanistic readings at his house. So I'm like, OK, so there's like some thread of truth here and then the guy who was the ex-shaman ended up started like he like posted all on my page and was like hey just so everyone knows i am not a pedophile i am definitely not a pedophile and then he messaged me and was like hey could you like not mention my name on there because like i've got kids and stuff and who said anything about pedophiles well in the in the message um the person who sent this to me said that this Andy fellow dismembered him and removed his brain stem and that he's also been molesting kids. 
Oh, okay, okay. So it gets back to Andy. Yeah, it gets back to Andy. So Andy was like really freaking out about that. And um, I was like, man, you know, if if a schizophrenic person um, made the claim via private instant, like a private Facebook message that I was a pedophile, I don't think I'd trip this hard about it. Um, so I can't speak to what Andy's been up to. <laughs> so so I, I obviously didn't engage with that any further just because, you know, why, why would I? I'm obviously not... <laughs> I'm obviously not going to uh, to encourage this sort of uh, delusion. Um, so I just got a message from him last night again, uh, apropos of nothing. I you know I never reached out to this person, never mentioned anything about it. He just says, "I lied about that. I'm actually Alistair Crowley. Stay away from me. I was convinced I was Jesus. It's in the Bible." We changed the whole th- thing because I ended up dating Jesus. He's a gay dude. I found all this out. La- th- I found all this out this week. Fort Wayner. Uh, all right. So there you go. <laughs> well, I, I I am led to believe that since this individual is in social circles, that he's just uh, you know having a goof. I if there were ch- good chances, right, of having mm-hmm. like a social media account and shit like this happening. Yeah. I'd sign up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, it would make things a lot more right. interesting if this were sort of like the day to day. But I can tell you, I can tell you that this person is not having a goof. The, the the person that he name dropped in it, that dude is just like some sort of like, uh, you know, fucking dick that thinks he's a shaman. But this guy, per reportage from like mutuals that know him, he is actually deeply unwell and fully does believe that he's Aleister Crowley, evidently. So. Well, I, I, I still kind of lean towards a goof because what are the odds that you know somebody that was Jesus Christ on the astral plane, but then it turns out he's actually Aleister Crowley? It's pretty low. Well, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty fucking low. So I think that anybody that's in your social circle has to know that this is the sort of thing that you would get down with. And um, they're just having a goof. (laughs) I I really don't think so, man. (laughs) I don't think that's the case. I think, I think this is actually a deeply unwell man. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's, uh, that's the most interesting thing that is, uh, that's happened to me this week is the, the up to that original message. No more ghosts though. No more ghosts. No. Hmm, Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably heard mm. us talking shit about him, you know? Yeah. He was like, well, I guess I'm not wanted here. Just thought I'd stop in and see what's going on, see what these guys are up to, you know, drop a friendly hello. And then they, uh, you know, they go talking shit about me on their podcast. I guess I'll fucking find somewhere else to go hang out. Yeah. There's something it's interesting. Fi- yeah, find it just it. hasn't shown up. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Anything interesting transpire over this last week? No, not, no, not really. Nothing. My, uh, no. Okay, sick. Well, I'm glad that we got to play pinball last night. That's the first time I've touched a pinball machine in a year and a half, and now I got the itch. I want I wanted to go back immediately. So I've I'll, I've been I've been going a couple of days a week, man. I oftentimes since I'm not really doing a lot of field work because I'm on medical, you know, limitations. Uh, I just stop by on my way home because they yeah. open at like eleven or something, and uh, yeah, hit it for a couple hours. Yeah, uh, my my girl's about to get a. Uh, a uh, uh like a, a nannying job went Mondays Monday through Wednesday and uh I can I can imagine myself finding my way to the uh, pinball arcade on more than one of those days on a weekly basis moving forward for sure there you go so let's uh let's just jump into uh let's just jump into the queue then now that we're uh done exploring my exploits on the astral plane um 
like I said, we got a we got a metal heavy episode this week. We'll see if we land on any of it. And first up, we have got Gamma Bomb. This is uh, an Irish thrash metal band. The release is Sea Savage. It was submitted by Tim Neff, longtime listener of the show. Um, he said it is uh, it is in the Anthrax vein of crossover. Um, looks super polished and and slick. Um, I don't typically tend to gravitate towards like thrash metal that looks like this in presentation, but you know if it does sound like Anthrax and it pulls it off well, um, I, I might like it a lot because I love Anthrax. Next up, we have got uh, another metal band. This is Scafe, uh, Scafe Cubed. Maybe it's Scafe with a little three by it. Um, so this was submitted submitted by Jay from Cold Brats. It's not the Scafe that you and I know and actually yeah. played shows with. Um, Scafe, uh, different spelling, was like Man is the Bastard, sort of bastard noise worship stuff that was actually quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a band that Jay said he thinks originated in Iceland but relocated to Philadelphia. Um, he said it is just black metal, uh, kind of of the atmospheric variety. Then we have got uh, another black metal band. Uh, I'm going to try, try my best to pronounce this. Kekt Arak uh, with Pale Swordsman. This is a band from Ukraine. It was sent in by Roswick. says that it is, uh, you know, sad black metal, black metal that sounds like it was made by a Morrissey slash Life Lover super fan. I, I am a Morrissey super fan. I like Life Lover a lot. Um, but sad black metal either hits me real hard and I like it a lot, or I really, really hate it. So we'll see which camp this falls into. Then we have got I Defeat I. This is a submission by uh, a listener of ours named Dan. He said, full disclosure, he doesn't think that it's good, but the story behind how he even found out about it was enough to warrant a submission to the show. He, uh, and, he and a friend were out thrifting, and a guy came up to him uh, upon seeing his friend's black flag shirt and handed him a business card for his band, um, his punk band. Okay. Um, and uh, it had like all their information on there. I can't think of anything dumber than having a business card for your punk band that you hand out to people um, in public spaces that are wearing punk t-shirts. I don't know. It depends on what, you know. It, it depends, depends on, on your where goal. you're bringing it from, right? What, what's the energy you're bringing for it? Bringing to are you are you just uh, having a crank at the punks, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is it your own private joke? I, I, it seems like something that I would do just for my own private amusement. For sure. The 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 vibes I get on this though, um, just from what he said, it sounds like to what it looks like, um, are not that. So, uh, I guess if we hear it, we'll we'll we can we can judge ourselves. Then next up, we have got uh, a submission from Stout, longtime listener and internet homie, the new Ikulu record, Unscrew My Head. I, uh, full disclosure, I have already listened to this. I listened to it the day it came out, and it's really, really fucking good. I have made no secret about the fact that uh, Ikulu is one of my my favorite bands going, has been for the last few years. Um, Really, really good. Just uh, metallic hardcore in the Cro-Mags vein. They take all of the good aspects of post-Age of Coral uh, Cro-Mags, like Alpha Omega uh, era Cro-Mags, and um, total, totally whittle away all the bullshit that makes that stuff borderline unlistenable and just keep the great riffs and the high energy of Age of Coral era Cro-Mags, and they do it better than pretty much any band going right now. This release is really fucking good. 
Then we have got uh, a release that I neglected to listen to simply simply just because there's so much stuff coming out at all times. I just haven't gotten around to listening to it. This is Grinning Death's Head with Cataclysm. It is uh, one of the newer newer releases on Youth Attack. This was sent in by Kawi. Um, just, uh, yeah, like I said, a thing I knew existed but just haven't gotten around to listening to yet. I think it's um, black medley punk stuff. Then we have got The Pack with Hunting Season. This was sent in by Grant Williams. It is uh, evidently meat and potatoes, Russian hardcore. Then we have got Generation Suicida with Regeneration. This was sent in by Will Neal. This is a band who I've been neglecting to listen to totally by accident for the last decade. Um, this is a band I think I have heard in passing, um, but have never like sat down and actually spent any time with. Um, but I know a lot of people like him. So um, he said it is uh, great, catchy summertime music, windows down driving music. Then we have got Stolen with Anathema. This is a uh, submission by John Fett. Predictably, I believe uh, this is Power Violence. And then last up, we have got Psy War with their 2021 demo, a submission by uh, our homie Anthony from New Jersey. This is uh, a new Denver band featuring the predictable cast of characters, Gordy and River playing this band. You know, they, they're also in Direct Threat, uh, uh, Combat Force, uh, Robbery, et cetera, et cetera, right? The same, the same group of dudes, uh, general sort of social group of uh, social group that, continues to just start new bands constantly and i'm i'm certainly not mad at that so that's the cue for this week let's roll the dice and see what's up first three all right three is uh kekt iraq hit with uh pale swordsman so this is the uh this is the sad black metal stuff that roswick sent in um i don't believe that he suggested a particular song he might he might have suggested the song thorns uh the first song's just an intro um Let's uh let's just jump into that. Let's just jump into the the second track on here. That's what uh that's what the band has queued up to play as well. So we're gonna listen to Thorns by Kekt Arak off of their record Pale Swordsman. <laughs>
All right, we just heard the song Thorns by Kecht Iraq off of their record, Pale Swordsman. Nate, how'd you feel about that? I think I, I think I can guess, but go ahead and let us know anyway. Weak. Sure. That was weak. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I feel like, um, well, first off, you know that I have a rather, a rather blunt and indelicate style when dealing with people's uh, feelings on most anything. Sure, yeah, that's true. Um, I'm fairly direct, and I'm not really... I'm not really, uh, I'm respectful of like folks, I guess, to a degree, but, um, I just don't, I just don't give a shit if you feel bad about something. Cause like, uh, there's always something worse than your stupid shit that you can feel bad about. Right. Sure. Um, this is fucking weak. The music was weak. Um, no good riffs. Um, boring. Um, yeah, I did not like this. Uh, I, I, what was it about a fucking you know, vampire that goes on living forever because the love of his life is or his afterlife is fucking dead or some shit. Who knows, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. It the the, the lyrics are very fucking melodramatic, very maudlin. Right. Um, the music is matching, um, and lacked any sort of ferocity or punch or anything, anything, anything to draw my attention to it. Right. Sure. Yeah. All I could all I could hear was basically the um incohate babblings of uh the aggrieved adolescent mind <laughs> yeah sure you know and i don't know how old this person is and that's why i don't want to act like i don't i'm trying not to make fun of children again right yeah probably probably fairly young by the looks of it the corpse paint obscures you know what i mean um yeah but probably at least fairly young i would say oldest probably early 20s right 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 and, and like these lyrics these lyrics are, um, I guess, who knows what their inspiration is, but they literally fucking read like the, uh, I don't know, the under the, the main plot to any like young adult anime series. That is true for sure. And, but I, I it's also, I think, you know, just to reiterate, this is somebody from Ukraine, uh, presumably English is their, their second language. So I'm, 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 I'm going to give, um, yeah, they, okay. The, the, you're great. They, they, they speak English better than I speak any other language. Right. Sure. But that doesn't, that doesn't fucking, for me, that doesn't forgive the sentiment in the song. Sure. Right. I have established, I don't want to hear black metal. That's about anything other than, you know, basically Satan. Right. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't want to hear it crying about, you know, the 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 heartbroken feelings of an immortal vampire who gives a shit right right that shit's fake right um you know it's just I don't want to hear black metal about uh, whatever fucking social movement or you know environmental movement that somebody's glomming onto at the fucking moment who gives a shit it's an athema to fucking black metal right? right it's an athema to fucking black metal to give a shit about something um so just give it to me fucking raw and nasty and mean at all times right yeah. Um, not wimpy. Yeah. So <clears throat> this, you know, this veers somewhat close to some things I, I do like. I've, I've been, um, I've been earnest and forthcoming about the fact that I, I do fuck with a little bit of wimpy black metal here and there. Most of it is, um, you know, relics from, uh, from my youth that I don't revisit super often. Every once in a while, something newer in that vein will catch my attention, but not frequently. Um, I thought a few of the riffs in this were, were fairly catchy. Um, but I guess my problem too, is that if, if you're going to do sort of melodic music, uh, the root of which is, is black metal, 
Um, I typically prefer it if it kind of leans into the melody more and doesn't ride the line between trying to do sort of a, a, a nor classic Norwegian sound yeah. with like melody thrown in. I, I, again, I've been unapologetically loud about my love for uh, Philosophum by Burzum, which I think that it, it leans into the melodic aspects really, really well. And it makes that record stand out from a lot of uh, a lot of its imitators. This, I think, just didn't either particularly compellingly. A couple of the riffs were okay. Um, my big beef, besides the the lyrics themselves being weak, was the vocal delivery felt weak. I mean, if you're going to do this, then, like, I want it to be fucking pained wails. You know what I mean? It's The vocals were very dry. They were very very dryly delivered on top of the production being dry throw some reverb on this fucking howl howl like you mean it howl like you are forever cursed to be alive you know what Put i mean some fucking teeth on it everything about this was fucking weak everything yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and I guess I also I also tend to take issue with the fact that like, you know, a lot of this is like, oh, this is beautiful and thoughtful and melancholic and shit, hardly. right? <laughs> a hardly, right? But B like but like you can you can create something that is like beautiful and evocative and melancholic if that's what you aim to do and still and not have it be like limp-wristed and toothless. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those those things can coexist. So like you don't have to pull you don't have to pull back the attack in order to punch up like the emotional the emotional resonance you know what i mean you could have this be like fierce and ripping and i think then if you wanted to deal with some maybe non-traditional black metal topics in your lyrics um it would at least serve uh, it would at least stand a better chance of hitting harder if if the music if the musical accompaniment um had more bite to it as well. Uh, so I think that this is ultimately to me fairly inoffensive. There's, uh, there's some people in the, in the supported by column being like, wow, how unique this is not unique at all. I've heard a fucking million one man black metal projects doing this exact kind of thing. Um, and, and I don't find them to be particularly offensive, but they don't hold my interest either. I think that a lot of black metal like this is for either a hyper specific type of black metal fan that I am not, or people who aren't traditionally into black metal at all, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is, this is not really for me. Uh, I'm sure there are plenty of people in our listenership who will probably like it. I didn't think it was offensively bad, but I also just thought it was kind of goofy and weak in, uh, in ways that do not appeal to me. So yeah, I just thought go. it was offensively weak, right? Yeah. I've heard plenty of black metal like this that I think is, you know, basically, um, I guess indistinguishable but not nearly as weak. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cry me a fucking river. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So there you go. Um, Roswick, sorry that, uh, that we didn't like, cause he, Roswick said he's been really following this, uh, this individual's solo project for the and last few years and really liking it. it. So, I mean, it looks like he's got a lot of people supporting him. So, uh, he, they're he almost just, out of the, the digipack CDs, man. They're 49 out of 300 remaining. Yeah. So there you go. Um, we're, I mean, we're, Go we're, for it, right? We're not. We, he didn't gain two. He did not gain two new listeners tonight. But you know what? Like I said, maybe maybe he gained uh, fifty more in our listenership. Who knows? Um, let's uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up next. Six. Okay, six is the pack hunting season. This is the uh, this is the Russian uh, meat and potatoes hardcore, as Grant described it. The Bandcamp is the pack xxx.bandcamp.com. He uh, he recommended the final track on this EP. Um, looks like looks like this band has been around for a while, actually. Wow. Um, yeah, 2012, 2010. De their demo, yeah, their demo came out in 2010, and boy, does it look 
doesn't look 2010. It's a lip tattoo that says the pack. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is, I'm not, we've met, we've admitted on the show before, neither of us are too up on, uh, on Russian hardcore. It looks like unless they have been releasing music, uh, on a different format, there's been like a fucking nine year gap between when they released the last thing they did and when they released this. So, um, and also this was mixed and mastered by Will Killingsworth. So the Russians are hip to Willie Killy's, uh, fucking total domination of, uh, the mixing and mastering game. So let's uh, let's jump into it. So we're going to listen to Culture Code by the Pack off of their EP Hunting Season. We just heard the song Culture Code by The Pack off of their EP Hunting Season. 
And uh, like I said, not super familiar with contemporary or even of antiquity uh, Russian hardcore. Um, but uh, evidently, they they do have access to the internet over there because these uh, these fools are pretty plugged into the uh, the present zeitgeist. And uh, looking at pictures of them, they don't look like spring t- spring chickens. I mean, they they formed in 2010. These dudes all look to probably be. Um, you know, around my age group, late twenties, early thirties. Um, and that definitely sounded like the music of, uh, of some dudes who have been at it for a while. That was, uh, well-written, well-played, well-recorded, obviously mixed and mastered quite well by Willie Killy. Um, very solid of the moment, burly, straight up as Grant described meat and potatoes, hardcore that pulls from, um, a lot of my favorite type of hardcore of the last, you know, uh, 40 years at this point the type that uses big bar chords uh bass breaks um you know juxtaposes nice creepy crawly mosh parts with fast tupa tupa parts had all the components there that i liked um you know it didn't completely blow me away or anything but as far as um just like a burly modern take on this style of hardcore i thought it was really solid i liked it i was nodding my head along the whole the whole way and uh this is a band that if they were from the u.s um, I mean, this is also a fairly new release. It just came out of the beginning of June. Um, but, uh, I think this is definitely a case of like location is going to be, is going to be their one of the only barriers to them being much bigger, um, than they probably should be. Because I think if, if this band came out of like Pittsburgh right now or Denver, they would already have a release on like a hot label. Like this yeah, demo would get sure. picked up by a hot label for sure. You know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is pretty solid. If I had to nitpick it one thing, I'd say that uh, it was a little sluggish. Um, yeah, like parts. It, it never, it never, it it it, it, it that kind of kept it from feeling. I guess it, it made it feel a little parts of it to feel a little disjunct to me. Sure, yeah. But um, by and large, this was fucking good. This is uh, this is the kind of shit that uh, gets kids fucking moving side to side aggressively in a basement. Indeed, it does. And uh, yeah, I like this. I love the fucking last the last uh during that last breakdown the fucking lyrics ago at that the whole country under the program of destroying itself we don't need enemies no thanks we can handle it all the same yeah yeah (laughs) that's pretty that's a pretty good sentiment yeah um yeah this is solid the fucking artwork is solid um yeah i like this yeah it was real good man i uh this is yeah like i said this is uh this is again another uh, another release that i think kind of uh embodies what uh what this show can be at its most positive at its most positive and useful because um this is obviously an area of the world that uh that doesn't give a whole uh, get a whole lot of love or recognition for its hardcore scene and where i imagine it's probably not the easiest thing in the world to uh start and be in a hardcore band let alone one that's actually quite good so uh, so yeah, hopefully this uh, this gets out to uh, to some more some more heads because of uh, because of it being on the show. Hopefully this gets a physical release or something too. It doesn't look like they have tapes or anything up, but like I said, this just came out of the beginning of June. Um, definitely going to check out the rest of this. That was really solid. Thanks to sure. uh, thanks to Grant for sending this in and highlighting some uh, Russian hardcore. Check out the artwork for the two, February 2012 release. Run with the pack. Okay, I'm going to check that out right now. <clears throat> Okay. All right. It's a combat boot, but the laces are uh, are a chain with a lock on it. Yeah, the laces are chains, and there's a lock on there, and it's a photograph, not a drawing. Yeah, that's hard as nails. Yeah, I was gonna say that's pretty sick, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like what, that. That that is commitment to the boot for sure. Whatever yeah. you're gonna be doing with that boot, you are committed to it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I will say too, like I, uh, you know, just like reading the lyrics to this too, like. 
being a being a band from uh, somewhere in the Russian Federation, I can't read Cyrillic, so I'm not sure where specifically. When they say things like uh, "forgotten, forsaken by God and man, born and raised in the nowhere land," uh, I believe it a lot more than if this band were from you know um, Boise, Idaho. <laughs> oh, they're from Moscow. Oh, they're from Moscow. Okay, word. Yeah, if, if you're they're from in a giant cosmopolitan, you know, city. Yeah, yeah, yes. Posers, fucking posers. <laughs> yeah, but, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I believe the sentiment a little bit more uh, when you're from Russia. So when you're from the land of blankets on the walls. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was sick. Like I said, thanks to Grant for sending that in. I'll, I'm for sure going to spend some time with this EP. <laughs> so the land of blankets on the walls is a very obscure reference to the uh, what appears to be the the uh, russian preference of hanging carpeting on the walls <laughs> yeah dude they love it yeah they, <laughs> there's plenty of pictures of that i'm just i caught that i'm not sure how many other people uh would catch something like that yeah you might have to be a, a connoisseur of uh of random photos of russian people like myself <laughs> <laughs> of which i used to have an entire folder on my computer um all right let's uh let's roll the dice see what's up next 3 uh, I was, you know, I was really hoping that we wouldn't land on this, honestly, just because it was, it's a half joke submission. And like they said, it sounds like the bouncing souls, which is not interesting to me at all in the year 2021. But mm-hmm. this is I defeat I, this is the punk band with business card, business cards. Um, so they, they don't have a band camp. They only have a Spotify, which is kind of telling have a business card. You have to have a fucking website. You you got to right. Uh, let's uh, let's find out. So it, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here for editing and uh, search for this band's uh, search for this band's website and then report back momentarily. Okay, we just heard the song Hello by I Defeat I off of their, what I believe is a self-titled EP. Oh, yes, this is their debut EP, too. Um, Nate, how'd you feel about that? 
Yeah, it wasn't as horrible as I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't good. Yeah, for sure. This is this is fucking home opener shit. That's what this is. This is hometown hero, you know, opening opening the show punk rock. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I wanted to, and 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 this is not uh, this is not a uh, a slight on the good folks of Waynesboro, Pennsylvania, or Waynesboro in general, because the the area of Pennsylvania that Waynesboro is in is South Central Pennsylvania, which is really beautiful. But this sounds like a hardcore band from Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. This is a mountain town hardcore. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the kind of hardcore band that um, doesn't really play any of the sick hardcore shows that come through your town. They just play the bar show opening up for DRI. You know. Yeah, but I I, I would venture that there are no sick hardcore bands, sick hardcore shows that go through Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. That I mean, I will I will certainly defer to you on that. I just uh, I was speaking more generally, I guess. You know. Um, it's, 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 it's it's just across the PA line, like sort of near Hagerstown, Maryland. Okay. And Hagerstown, Maryland is much larger than Waynesboro. Word. And, uh, you know, who, who, who hasn't had a fucking crazy night in Hagerstown? (laughs) I had four hellish days over a Christmas in Hagerstown. Really? Um, yes, it was terrible. Um, a friend of mine and I went out to, uh, Washington DC he was checking out the graduate program at like one of the universities out there decided fuck it I'll go with you and on the way back we hit a deer in uh Pennsylvania uh, and it was in like a Volkswagen and the nearest Volkswagen place that would uh, that we could get serviced was in Hagerstown so we had to get towed like 70 miles back from like Breezewood Pennsylvania to uh, Hagerstown yeah and um yeah then we sat in a fucking, thank God we brought uh, an Xbox along. We had the presence of mind to do that uh, so we could play Xbox in the fucking hotel room. Because all we did was sit in the hotel room over Christmas until uh, my family could come uh, tow his truck back to my hometown or his car back to my hometown and we could get it to a proper fucking like place. Yeah, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound particularly sick at all. Eating gas station snacks at a, at a fucking motel in Hagerstown for Christmas. I mean, I don't give a shit about Christmas, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, eating gas station snacks at a motel in Hagerstown is not a good time. Nah, for sure. For four days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking at this band's website right now too. There's just, yeah, yeah. It, they got all the tells, right? Like one of them smoking a cig and two of them are wearing really dumb sunglasses. One is wearing a fat records trucker hat with a bandana under it. That's um, what I mean. It's like, it's, it's like, it, it's mountain town hard. Yeah. They, what it is. they have an electronic press kit, you know what I mean? It, which, which hints at the fact that they've got, um, they've got dreams of doing more, you know what I mean? Well, they're handing out business cards. So apparently they do have dreams of doing more and you know what? God bless them. I hope they do do more. I hope they do as well. Um, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you in that this is not nearly as bad as I expected it to be. It is, it is just clueless local band bar hardcore. And for what, for what it is, it's just fine. I would not watch this band, right? This is a band I would stand outside for. Um, but, uh, but it could have been way worse. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lay into these hicks too hard, man. I, I, I genuinely hope that, uh, I hope that all their dreams come, come true and those business cards in the EPK and their Wix site that they're paying for. Um, I, I hope it takes them all the way, all the way to Hollywood and they get that fat records deal. So this site is crazy because they have like, you know, upcoming shows and stuff like that. Right. No links. <laughs> so like there's pictures no yeah, links sure right <laughs> right yeah i'm looking at the i'm looking at the upcoming shows um and they're not 
they're not looking very good. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Um, God bless you, eye to feed eye. You've got a long uphill battle to fight, but uh, stick with it. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up next. Five. All right, five is uh, Generation Suicida. This, like I said, is a band that I've just been inadvertently neglecting for the uh, the last ten years of my life. Um, didn't didn't mean to. <laughs> just uh, you know, band that a lot of people like. I just have never gotten around to listening to them. So let's uh, let's see if I've been a been a fool this whole time. So they got the first song queued up to play. We'll go with that. So we're gonna listen to Fuego by Generation Suicida off of Regeneration. Okay, we just heard the song Fuego by Generation Suicida off of their new LP, Regeneration, their first in uh, three years, it looks like. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess I am kind of a fool for uh, for inadvertently ne- neglecting this band for the last 10 years. Um, obviously indebted to the uh, the catchier ends of like the OG 77 British punk catalog, but uh, updated with a little post-punk in there too and a little bit of modern flair. This is this is what I would describe as uh, the good kind of leather jacket punk. There's there's bad leather jacket punk and there's good leather jacket punk. What's give me an example of bad leather jacket punk? I mean, this is it gets way worse than this, but something like the casualties, which isn't really bad per se. Like the casualties are fine, but it's like it's very much like high school leather jacket punk rock. You know what I'm saying? So so basically, leather jacket punk is oftentimes towing a line to like my first punk band punk right exactly right this is this is uh this is grown up this is sort of grown up good leather jacket punk that is uh that's pulling from all the right sources that's usually pulling from like first wave uk punk shit 
um, and uh, in this instant doing it doing instance doing it quite well. Super super catchy. Will was uh, was correct. This is definitely Windows Down summer driving music for sure. Going to check out the rest of this LP and uh, probably then jump into their back catalog because they've been they've been grinding it out for like ten years. So the least I can do <laughs> the least I can do for being a being a fool all this time is uh, go back and, and listen to what they've been up to all this time. But I liked that a lot. That was good. Yeah, I have never heard of this band, and uh, I'm kind of feel like I'm in the same boat. I feel like I should have heard of this band, um, because, uh, well, I mean, they don't have anything out on a label that I would recognize, mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of a shame. But uh, yeah, I feel like this band is kind of flying under probably a lot of people's radar. Um, so yeah, I like this a lot. Pretty classic sound. That overall was pretty catchy, um, especially when it went into the chorus. Um, yeah, I like this. They got a good fucking logo too, man. They got a sick fucking logo. They're, so it's their like their the logo G is with the bolt S in it. The logo is a play on the uh, career suicide logo. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is yeah, yeah, and, and it's sort of also like you know in the uh, in the in the wheelhouse of like uh, the crass logo and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like classic, it's, iconic, it's, you know. Right, right. But man, that G with that bolt S, right? That's good. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, so yeah, I, I kind of, I decided to look at their, uh, their discogs and just see like who has, who has been putting their records out. Um, and yeah, surprisingly, this they, they haven't put out a record on any label that I would really recognize or gravitate towards which is weird because this this is like especially now i guess maybe when they started you know in 2010 2011 if they were still playing this kind of stuff that was very much not hip Mm -hmm. um right now this is like this is this is totally in the wheelhouse of uh of what like the the quote-unquote coolest bands in the scene are playing you know what i'm saying like this is this is like the kind of shit that uh, a lot of bands have sort of like graduated to um, in the last few years, and it is getting attention from a lot of like of the moment labels. So yeah. uh, I'm a little bit. I guess this is maybe a band that was just doing something sick um, a decade ahead of their time. You know what I mean? Like uh, just doing something that at the moment wasn't resonating, and now is. So hopefully this uh, this gets a little bit more shine because that that was that was really fucking good. Like I said, I'm gonna spend some I'm gonna spend some time not just with this record but with the band in general because this mm-hmm. uh, this was good. I was very sure. very pleasantly surprised by this. Thanks to Will uh, Will for sending this in and finally finally making me actually sit down and listen to this band. That was that was really good. So let's uh, let's roll the dice one more time before we uh, before we tackle the voicemails for the evening. Five. All right, five is, you know, I wish we could have ended on something a little bit more exciting. I mean, maybe this is going to be really good. I just, uh, I was hoping that a, a John Fett power violence submission wouldn't end, you know, wouldn't cap off the night. Uh, maybe we'll just run 10 minutes longer and roll the dice again if, unless, this re- <laughs> unless this really fucking rips, you know? Unless this really rips. But I think as we have now confirmed, we actually don't like power violence or uh, <laughs> like fast core of any sort. Um, and le- that, that, is, that is, you know, newer than say 15 years old. Yeah, with 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 very few exceptions for sure. So let's uh, let's just jump into this. This is uh, a band based out of Aurora, Illinois. The band is Stolen. The re- the release is Anathema, and they have the third song queued up to play. So we're gonna listen to the song Police by the band Stolen. Thank you. 
Okay, so we just heard the song Police by the band Stolen off of their release Anathema. Um, I'm going to keep it uh, pretty brief on this. Also, I guess that this is uh, this is a, a one-man project. Um, no, it's not. There's two people on this recording. Well, on the in the description, it says one-man power violence band from the Midwest. But yes, I do see that there are two people on this recording. Um, Juan, who does dr- drums, bass, vocals, uh, I assume is the original one man. I would love to see somebody actually trying to do drums, bass, guitar, and vocals all at the same time live. That sounds really entertaining. Yeah. Um, like bass in one hand, drumstick in the other. So he's tapping all the bass notes and he's trying to get like the cymbals and the snare and he's doing yeah, I, footwork, you know? I, I don't know, man. That sounds like some fucking twirly mustache <laughs> shit at the fucking bar to me. It does, yeah. So I, I like I said, I'll keep it brief with this uh, because I would actually like to roll the dice and and, uh, and give us the opportunity to, to cap the night on something a little bit more uh, exciting. Look, this wasn't the worst thing I've ever heard, but I will say that... Um, we've gotten plenty of bands in this vein that are considerably better than this, that we still thought were pretty boring. Um, just not, nothing about that hit very hard to me. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. like the, the breaks weren't heavy. The fast parts weren't compelling. There weren't a lot of riffs in there. Um, I mean, I fucking hate the cops in a way that, that, that exceeds even an ideological position. It's like deeply ingrained in me. I truly hate the police more than I can articulate. And even I am bored of hearing songs, um, about how much the police suck. I mean, I guess just do more with it. ACAB, like, yeah, sure, man, I get it for sure. I fucking feel you, but like, I don't feel compelled by this uh, as a refrain in your like fast core song. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That just uh, there was nothing about that 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 captured my my imagination at all. Uh, that that's I'm, it wasn't terrible. I'm sure there will be people in here that like it, but uh, I got it. It did nothing for me. No, I, 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 this is uh this is a project where if you know them or something like that, they mean a lot more to you. You know what I mean? Like you sure. probably have a totally different opinion about it. This is fine. Sure. Um, but it, uh, it was not, uh, it was not up to snuff as far as to get me something to go. Oh, oh, and pay the fuck attention. Yeah. Um, that's that slow part at the beginning and the end was rather atypical for a fucking, you know, a hard, like, 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 a, like a, like a, um, a fast or, or hardcore power violence song too. Yeah. Um, which kind of felt wonky overall. It did. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I'm not really interested in it. 
Um, it's it's gonna be you know once again cast to sea in the endless ocean of sea grade, um, you know, angry, miserable power violence and fast core. Yep, for sure, man, for sure. And 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 that said, and this and this doesn't even really get that close to power violence for me, Sonic. Yeah, like, I don't you know. know I don't I mean? know what like, the rest of the songs sound like because there are some short ones. You know what I yeah. mean? And and you know, I don't really know. Um, so yeah, yeah. So who knows? But that song itself, I that that was not really PV. No. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, it's fine. Yeah, right. So, so let's uh, let's roll the dice and 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 maybe we maybe we can do better for ourselves okay. and for the audience. Five again. Okay, cool. This is uh, this is the Cywar Cywar, the uh, new Denver band featuring members of other Denver bands. So Denver gets a lot of shine on this show um, simply because you know they there's a lot of bands coming out of that area to submit. So um, statistically, they just got a higher probability of uh, ending up. Uh, ending up getting played. So, are, are are they from Denver? It says Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, this is Kansas City, Missouri. Okay, so I think I think that this features this might feature um, Denver members maybe doing stuff. Maybe it's a long distance collaborative thing because this was recorded at Seventh Circle in uh, in Denver by River, who's in the band, and River and Gordy both live in Denver. So maybe Max and Matthew are uh, are Kansas City residents, and they just decided to put uh, KC on here instead of Denver. Okay. But this was recorded in Denver and features two uh two luminaries of the uh current uh hardcore Denver Wolfpack. So um let's uh let's go let's go with the self-titled song. That's what we always tend to do on this show because we're always like, yo, if you're gonna if you're gonna be so bold as to name a song after yourself, it better be the fucking banger, right? Right. So we're gonna listen to Cy War by the band Cy War off of their demo. Okay, we just heard the song Cy War by the band Cy War off of their 2021 demo. Just came out uh, like a month ago today, actually, uh, as of the time of this recording. Nate, how'd you feel about it? I think I like that, but um, honestly, there's enough stuff sounding like this coming out right now, especially from you know certain areas, that um, you, 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 it's starting to lose me. For um, sure, yeah starting to all blend together and uh nobody's there's you know it's getting harder to to stick your head up above the crowd yep um i think i like that that was fine from what i could hear the the recording was abysmal which i kind of liked but also i kind of wish was a little clear just so i could hear more than just like the uh the uh sound of the uh, kazoo bass in my ear yeah for sure yes <laughs> um but uh yeah, that's fine. But like I said, there's a lot of stuff sounding like this right now, so it's uh, a stiff competition. 
Yeah, for sure. Agreed. I feel I feel exactly the same way about this. This was cool. I liked it just fine in a basement. Works really well. Um, the sort of just wall of sound din of the recording works well for it. it looks like this is the first release on a new level, uh, a new label called Peyote Death. Um, I assume is probably one of the members of the band doing this. Um, but yeah, total. I'm in total concurrence with you. This is uh, this is a sound that's getting a little bit a little bit played for me. And um, yeah, I think the members of this band, you know, like they're in a shit ton of bands, which I, I laud them for 100 percent. Um, I that said, I would maybe like to hear like a little bit of variance from band to band, because it seems to me even that the bands that they're in are starting to kind of blur together, too, with just the the primary differences just being like the the sort of the quality of one band over the other it's more or less the same in the same vein but some of them are a little bit better than the other you know it's 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 almost as if you could just have all of those bands under one name with right. like a collective of people that take roles you know for at sure. any given <laughs> any given recording or night right. yeah. actually playing the songs yeah that's kind of yeah that's kind of how i feel about it too um it's it, yeah so sometimes i don't know man so i i i am i am a fan of prolific creators I, I try to be very prolific myself. Um, but on occasion, especially in hardcore, I think less is more. And um, I, I, I would be interested to hear some members of this band who are in various other Denver area bands that I know about and enjoy um, branch out and do some other stuff with the next project instead of just kind of rehashing what they were doing um, in previous bands, all but albeit with a, a, a slight twist to it. But that said, like I said, this isn't bad. It's just that um, there is there has been over the, the past two, two years, especially a fucking massive influx of shit that sounds like this. And uh, if, if you want me to actually pay for the demo and remember your name, it's just it has to be a cut above and i don't think that this was uh i don't think this was quite there but it's it, it, it was certainly good so there you go um let's uh let's pivot to voicemails do a few of those for the evening and then uh and then we'll call it okay all right all right so uh so nate nate had to step away from the computer and i foolishly paused our recording, which is a feature that hasn't been on Zencaster. Just don't say for that anything, long. and no one would ever know. Well, they would know because, like, I want to be—I want to be forthcoming about, like, if we don't fucking come, if we don't come correct with the fucking heat on this, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. we. We, we, you can understand why we've, I, cause I looked at our clock and I was like, oh, we're only at an hour and twelve minutes, and then I'm like, wait a second. An hour and 12 minutes is where it was when I fucking paused it. I was like, oh, we're well, going to get in well under a fucking hour and a half. Not anymore. Not anymore. So let, so I'm, now I'm trying to think of how to do this because usually we listen to the phone calls live, then I drop them in. So <laughs> I guess I'll just, I'll put Catfish Jones's call here um, and then and then we can respond to it. Hey, good listen. It's your boy, uh, Catfish Jones here again. I just wanted to call in and cape up for Terror 83 a little bit. Um, whether or not that style of hardcore is your thing is arbitrary, but that's what South classic South American hardcore punk sounds like, and I think that they did a pretty good job mimicking that. Maybe I'll tell you about it sometime. Uh our our response to Catfish Jones' call was that uh, the the abridged version of this is that um, neither of us are experts in. Why it. are you still like you could have just played it off like you know not the abridged version but give them the real deal. 
Because I can't do, I don't have it in me. You know what I'm saying? I don't have, I don't, I don't have that. I don't have that bone in my body. You know what I'm saying? I just, I got to give it to him real and raw. All right. So here's the thing. Yeah. I'm glad that somebody liked that band, right? Yes. Simple as that, right? I'm glad that somebody, somebody out there is a scholar of South American or Brazilian, classic Brazilian hardcore. Right. I don't know much about it. I know a little bit here and there, but by and large, not a ton. Right. Um, if other Brazilian hardcore bands sound like that band, I'm basically not that interested. For sure. But that apparently is what makes it endearing for Catfish and probably other people that like it. So go right. for it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. My position on that is is I, I'm interested in checking it out just for the sake of completism, but I don't imagine I'm going to make it too far into that journey if, uh, if that is actually an accurate representation of what classic Brazilian hardcore sounds like because it, uh, it didn't tickle my fancy, so to speak. So, um, okay. all right, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll drop Amos's uh, 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 message in here. Hey, uh, this is Amos from Denver. I just had a, a question. I heard uh, Nate's assertion on the last episode that he would never eat at a restaurant that was called uh, like Jack's Wings 2, um, if that's the second location. So in Denver, there's a, a bar that I've seen and I've been in one time called Brewery Bar 2 with the Roman numeral 2. And it never occurred to me that there would even be a one. I just thought that was a really cool name. Um, so I double-checked it before I made this call to make sure there wasn't a one. And I was getting fooled this whole time. And there is no one. There's just Brewery Bar 2. But actually, there's also Brewery Bar 3, apparently, but still no one. So uh, where do you fall on that if there's no one but there's a two? And furthermore... If there's a two and a three, but there's no one, is that does that make it okay? Would you eat at two but not at three? Where do where do you fall? Thanks. Okay, now I don't know because I'm assuming that there was a one and it closed, but who knows, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. I will. I don't. Number one, restaurants that have sequels, like in their names, sure. Whatever that sentence means. <laughs> Restaurants that have sequels in their names, <laughs> restaurants that have sequels for names, right? Sure, yeah. Are never good. It's right. always the most fucking basic bar fare, yeah, right? right? It's never good. It's not worth it's not worth the irritation of demeaning yourself to walk into a place called such and such two or such and such three for substandard fare, right? Right. The only way that I'm doing it is if say McDonald's had McDonald's one, McDonald's two, McDonald's three, McDonald's four, whatever your fast food chain is, every single McDonald's had a sequel title. So there's like McDonald's 58,232 somewhere, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a funny joke. For sure. That's a lot funnier than just, you know, the cutesy fucking, you know, oh, look, it's it's Clark's place too because he has another place on the other side of town. Fuck you, Clark. Yeah. I, I, we have, um, we have like some strip clubs locally, Showgirl One and, uh, Showgirl Three. And I think two closed down a long time ago. So there's just one and just three, which I kind of like that a lot too. I like the yeah. idea of just fully skipping, um, right. skipping that's a why, number, you know? That's why I think that's something happened to, right? That's what happened to Brewery Bar One. Something, something happened, right? Yeah, for sure. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. That I also there's a there's a restaurant in town called Wings, etc. Uh-huh. I'm not fucking eating there. Right? Etc. 
the fuck is this shit? <laughs> right? I guess they want to let you know that, you know, it's not just wings on the menu. They got some other stuff too. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, right. Yeah, for sure. I so so again, peeling back the curtain for a minute. I'm really the thing that made me realize that we weren't actually still recording was I just thought what it was a really beautiful line when you said, "This is some bullshit that I'm about to say right now," because it was like <laughs> a real brief moment of like of like full disclosure. You know, I know that what I'm about to say is right. full well, on nonsense. Well, yeah, what I'm saying is utter fucking dusty corner of my head nonsense. It's just my hang up. I won't eat a place that has a fucking, you know, sequel title. Yeah. I won't eat at a place that has a lazy ass stupid name like Wings, etc. Fuck you. And these places always suck anyway. And they always have like a menu that's like 25 pages long with a million different fucking things they can throw in the fryer for you. Eat a fucking dick. Fuck off. Yeah. I mean, I, I respect your position. I don't mirror it. I'll, I'll eat anywhere that happens to be good, regardless of how stupid the name is. But, but that's my point. They're never good. They're literally never good. That is never. true. Yeah. They are, they are virtually never good, certainly in my experience. Um, but then again, I'm also a stupid vegan and have been for like a decade. So with each passing year, my opinion about food becomes less and less relevant. So <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> so, all right, let's, uh, let's listen to one more and then we'll call it a night. Hey guys, this is uh, Tyler Hammer. Just want to give you a ring. Uh, I've been talking about Scandinavian hardcore with uh, some of those Finnish and Swedish bands. And I did want to make a connection there. Is uh, Finnish bands have a weird connection to Brazil. You guys talked about it with that, I don't know, band last week. But like Turvik Cadet and like Kaus are like, in the early 80s were like huge there. Um, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. Like Brazilian hardcore sick. And it kind of goes to show that like hardcore kind of spread across the world. Uh, for no, like just because people loved it. Uh, hardcore and punk rule. And, uh, I don't know. Love the podcast guys. Take it easy. And that, that's a perfect sentiment, right? There's a reason why it's such a, it's, it's, uh, I would say the dominant music style for cool young people. Right. That is true. Yeah, for sure. Right. That's my own, that's my own opinion, but it has, it, it literally is, is around the fucking world because it's relatively speaking, um, easy to get into. Yep. It is egalitarian. It fucking rages. It scratches. It, if, if you have any sort of like, you know, weirdo fucking, you know, if you have any sort of like weirdo circuits in your fucking brain, it's going to scratch an itch. Right? Sure. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, agreed, man. That's that's why I'm still talking about it on a weekly basis uh, at the age of 31 when I should be doing something more productive with my time. Um, what 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 are you going to do more productive at nine o'clock at night on a Sunday? Yeah, I mean that's a good point for sure. And uh, and whatever it is, it probably wouldn't feel as good as listening to a bunch of fucking hardcore bands. So there you go. Yeah. Um, right, and I, let's let's do the next one. You, oh, you want you just want to keep going? Yeah, they've been, they've been sitting on it for a week, man. It's two. It's from last Tuesday. You see, you're you're totally. You're like you're you're totally. I'm already listening to it. Wait, God, fuck you, man. <laughs> Hi, I'm just calling to uh, respond to the kid last week that uh, complained about people airing their music opinions on the Music Opinion podcast, but then went on to say he wanted to hear Applebee's. Um, my conspiracy theory is that that was Applebee's the person, and to that I say you still suck. Okay, bye. Okay. All right. There you go. See, short and sweet. Yeah, that was short and sweet. But I, I just, I feel, 
I feel bitter about the fact that you're bound and determined to undermine my will on this. Um, it's, a, it's an hour 20. We're definitely going to get out <laughs> so, in, in an hour and a half. Also, I wanted to mention the last call before that. That was my homie Alex Lupella from uh, from Milwaukee who has made his uh, opinion about Applebee's the caller known uh, this is twice now, I think. Um, and also, it's a fairly compelling conspiracy theory. Uh, the last call was Tyler Hammer. I just wanted to shout him out. I've mentioned them on the show before, but uh, he does a podcast called Kings of Punk um, that uh, that is pretty cool. I'm subscribed to it. I've listened to a handful of episodes now. I think they have some fairly interesting discussions on there. Um, it has a decidedly very different tone than our own show. but uh, It sounds like it's probably a lot more nice and positive and probably a better listen than listening to us uh talk shit and uh basically hate everything uh it's i i don't know necessarily that it's night more more nice or positive per se uh only by, by by virtue of the fact that they're not listening to new bands and like talking about them but rather just talking about various topics or going in uh doing deep dives on specific bands or like specific labels and stuff and yeah. then talking about their feelings on it so they they don't necessarily uh they're not always speaking positively about things but i think like i said by virtue of the format um they're less uh they're less likely to uh run up against some shit that they deeply hate and then go on for 30 minutes talking about how they want them to flip their van and shit so sure um all right since uh since you're bound and determined no no the next one we can wait no <laughs> so we're just gonna do the four we're just gonna right, do the four it's only 56 seconds. yeah let's just listen to the last one we're committed at this point hey what's up um i just want to say uh thank you to gray for addressing on the recent episode the no warning fallacy that suffer survive is a hardcore record of any stripe. Um, I never listened to it for the longest time because I just was under the impression that it sucked. But then I heard people saying that, oh, it's actually a really good record. And then I listened to it, and I grew up listening to Sum 41, and that fucking record sounds like if Sum 41 is pop punk with skate punk influences, Suffer Survive is shitty pop punk with New York hardcore adjacent influences. That shit sounds like some 41. I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, thank you for, I felt like I was heard when uh, you brought that up. Thank you so much. There you go, man. Cool. See, um, aren't you glad we listened to that? <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that sentiment resonated with you. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure there are others in the, in the same boat or in the same boat as you, um, I'm I'm just I'm not going to stand for the fucking revisionist history on that record. It sucked then. People didn't like it then. Um people shouldn't like it now. I don't think that the band plays anything off of it. Um I I don't know Ben from No Warning more than just in passing, but um we talked a little bit when I was going to book his solo project Young Gov at the house, which is a very good band. Um Ben went on to be in Fucked Up. Uh No Warning went on to put out better records more recently that did do not sound like Suffer Survive. So I think their dalliance with uh, pop punk and new metal was uh, was a brief and ill-informed one. Uh, so uh, there you go. I think that No Warning probably feels the same way about that record as, uh, as many of its contemporary haters do. And uh, don't let anybody fool you into, into thinking that that is a good record because it is absolutely not. So before we sign out, I just wanted to uh, read the one text we got this week. I, I I don't know who it is exactly off the top of my head just because, you know, I don't have like a running list of contacts on here. I kind of think that this is Joe. 
um, because the 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 number I feel like I recognize the number on here. Um, area code's a Louisiana area code. It is a Louisiana area code. Yeah, you're right. So okay, never mind. Um, for some reason, I thought Joe had a non a non Indianapolis uh, area code. But so the uh, text message is just I just want to verify I indeed as a listener think much less of Gray. Not only do ghosts not exist, but they're also super cock dockingly gay. Where do you find out about him traveling the astral plane? <laughs> well, hey, man, uh, traveling the astral plane was, if that's happening, it's against my will and without my knowledge because I have no fucking recollection of doing that at all. Um, now, in terms of my fucking Krolian sex rituals, I'm fully culpable for those. So you can hate me for those ones for sure. Um, on that note, we'll wrap it up. I already did a plug for the Patreon, so I'm not going to do that again. If you want to send in music, it's demo listen podcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the, uh, the release is a year or less old. I had one in the queue tonight that, uh, upon, upon review, I had to, I had to cut cause it was released in 2020, uh, February of 2020. Um, we try to think, keep things current, um, as much as possible. So just make sure you're checking the release dates on shit before you send it in. We're also, uh, we're up to now a little over a month behind on the queue already again even after doing hell week so if uh just as a reminder if you're a newer listener if you submit something don't resubmit it because you actually like bump yourself further away from when we would actually get to it just uh (laughs) just you're literally you just gotta wait like a month that's that's chill yeah just just chill for like four episodes and you will you will at least hear it mentioned in the queue if not actually listen to um, if you want to call in or uh, drop us a text message, it's 260-222-8341. Just uh, try to keep it brief and to the point. And uh, beyond that, tell your friends, uh, rate and review on iTunes, all that good shit. I appreciate you uh, rocking with us, listening to the show. Nate, you got any parting thoughts? No, not really. All right, word. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>